do have to really take your hat off to UCD looking at the, the constant player production through the years. I was looking, uh, obviously, Wikipedia and various other places as sort of lists of sort of famous ex-players. Um, you see Kevin Moran in there. I always have to say Kevin Moran for the English listeners. Uh, <laughs> you see Joe Sherlock mentioned in there and Connor Salmon. I'd actually, I didn't realise uh, Connor Salmon was part of that. Half the time, I, I don't know why I thought he was English. But uh, you think of Connor Salmon being in there. Remember... Socrates there was that whole rumour that turned out to be a load of bollocks yeah <laughs> thankfully that was um, yeah I'll tell you why because imagine Socrates and Connor Salmon coming from the same reading ground <laughs> what was the whole thing about Socrates anyway it was, it was a case that he he did come over but he wasn't playing football or something mad like that I think he came it was a, he came over for a few weeks or something and then I, I, it, 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 look I've heard various interpretations yeah. of the rules or the the not the rule the, the, the Socrates rule the, 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 <laughs> the rumour I suppose apparently he was over here for a few weeks and then there may have been a Brazilian in the I think the the Smurf <laughs> school so it was something something along those lines and then um, yeah that's where that whole um, that whole room, myth kind of oh, yeah. it's and nobody an ur- just ever legend. everyone just heard them call him Socrates and no one ever <laughs> corrected it it sounds um, exactly like a Super League thing in UCD yeah, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's a real it's throwback to the old Samba soccer days I don't know if you went to that oh, yeah, those I summer did. camps yeah, I'm, not that, you, I'm not that young who did, you, who did you get we got Rivaldo <laughs> in quotation marks it was like that is, I don't know what Rivaldo looks like that isn't him it's just a remember. dude wearing aviators doing a few step over it's I, really can't remember, I can't remember all I remember was the video and the, the song and then um, I'm trying, trying to remember where I did it can you imagine the people who got fat Ronaldo? Lucky people, just some fat lad turning up. Being like, yeah, Ronaldo, definitely him. We better start off first by just talking about the current situation at UCD, which we're, we haven't really done in any of these podcasts, but literally as we're in recording, uh, news has come out that Andy Myler has been appointed a new UCD manager. A little bit from left field. Yeah, very left field. Um, I suppose by all accounts from reading the press release that he's actually been involved with the club for a few years now, so maybe, maybe it isn't as left field as we think it is. But This is their it, nature as well. You see, yeah, it is. It? They, always, they do pro- promote from within. Obviously, when Collie O'Neill came in, he was I think he was working under the few previous managers and he was a coach under Aaron yeah. Callahan and Martin Russell, Russell before. Martin Russell would have been there before exactly, as well as we'll yeah. in this. Yeah, and um, where else? And then obviously when Collie left, Masik Tarnogrodsky was promoted mm. from his role as under-19s manager. So The funny thing about the, the press release, just as you mentioned, Masik, um, there's no mention of him, which again, we can't really speculate too much at the time. I would have thought he'll go back and be involved in some capacity. Yeah. Maybe back at the under nineteens. I don't know. This is just pure speculation right now, so we can't do too much of that. But and news could come out by the time we're done yeah. recording this. But yeah, it would seem strange it, not, to not mention him at all. Is, is peculiar. It's it's weird, especially like towards the end of last season when um, I think it was the Shamrock Rovers game, and I was chatting to him. And I suppose by all accounts, he never said that he was guaranteed to stay, but you got the impression that he was, you know, looking forward to the next season where like a bit of stability at UCD and. Obviously, he's not going to get the opportunity to do that. Maybe it, maybe it actually does suit him not to get the, the senior job because maybe there's more spotlight on him. Under-19s manager could be easy. Well, I wouldn't say easy, but you know, maybe yeah. less, 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 less scrutiny. Anyway. And say if they go on a bad run, his job won't be on the line or anything, that kind of thing. Allow you to develop a bit further as well. Yeah. We should talk about Andy Myler, though, um, and also Ian Ryan, who's gone in beside him or, or staying in beside him. Um, Andy Myler, I think, I mean... I couldn't tell you what he's been doing in recent years. I think it actually says it in the press release, to be fair, so I should have given that a mention. But he, off the top of my head, last time he would have been involved would have been with Shamrock Rovers in terms of a sort of a senior role. Yeah, no, I think he was with Michael O'Neill at Shamrock Rovers during their European run. Yeah. And, um, yeah, from there, yes. Well, 
on maybe in terms of a League of Ireland um, senior management kind of thing. He hasn't done an awful lot, it doesn't appear, but obviously, as per the press release, it says he's been around UC for the last few years. So, look, maybe he has been doing stuff behind the scenes that we probably wouldn't be, I suppose, all too familiar with. But, yeah, um, yeah no, it's it's a it's a strange, strange enough appointment, but you never know. It could work out really well. Could have been stranger because I got a text just saying Myler gets UCD job, and I was like, can't be giving it to David Moyer. That's a bizarre <laughs> appointment. Just because he plays a bit of FIFA and the young lads be down with that. Ah, he's That's not that bad at FIFA though, is he? <laughs> well, he's good at FIFA. He's really, he's one of the apparently best, certainly one of the best Irish in the world, apparently. Got his own YouTube channel. Check that out. Um, <laughs> Shameless plug. Yes, lads, it's David Moyer. Uh, the song I did for my initiation was uh, Sugar Hill Gang. Uh, rappers like it goes a hip hop a heavy a heavy to the hip hip hop you don't stop the rock to the bam bam boogie say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat I'm more of a FIFA man I'm awful at Fortnite it goes a hip hop a heavy a heavy to the hip hip hop you don't stop the rock to the bam bam boogie say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat I don't hit Alan Pardew even though he did hip up me it goes a hip hop a heavy a heavy to the hip hip hop you don't stop the rock to the bam bam boogie say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat now what you hear is not a test I'm repping to the beat and me the groove and scan bye. Right, let's kick on then talk about the UCD 2019. We, we'll follow up with this further. We might do a podcast, hopefully soon, uh, on current goings on at UCD. But we're going all the way back to 2009. And as we kind of have mentioned, UCD, you know, they're, they're like, a, like an ersatz Ajax who sort of... Conveyor belt. Yeah, they, they never really get their day in the sun all that much bar here and there. But maybe yeah. in 2015, really. Um, they're, they're probably... Fair to say they're, they're unsung heroes in the league, maybe apart from the volunteers who <laughs> put loads of time and effort in. Yeah, well, you hear people saying they usually shouldn't be in the league, which is absolutely outrageous. Um, I'm probably just taking him with a few people now, but um, I, I, don't see, I don't see why people have an issue with UCD in the league, especially given that so many of... look If you look at Shamrock Rovers, team that won the FA Cup, obviously the players that we're going to go on to very shortly, yeah. Greg Bolger, Ronan Finn, mm-hmm. obviously Gary O'Neill scored the winning penalty yeah. as well, Neil Ferrugia came on. And this is the thing, they're, they're producing essentially huge line of players that are making the league of Ireland worth watching exactly, at, at, yeah. at the moment and, and over the last couple of years. As I said, 2019, we're going to pretty much just pay tribute to them in this, um, in this podcast by way of phrasing how good they were winning only their second first division title under uh, Martin, Russell. Martin Russell, former Limerick your, man. Your friend. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it, he would suit very much at the time actually because I think of he would have replaced Pete Mahon who um, they finished bottom of the Premier Division the year before only in 2008 only scored 19 goals which is a really poor return like I'm sure there has been worse but uh, even last year you would have sort of notably said towards the end UCD just weren't scoring or maybe they went, certainly went through patches of just really not being able to score and they still got about 26 I think so 19 is a terrible return really is no, awful it's poor it's poor now especially Given the the total they got the year later, I think mm. was it how many? 16? That's it. We're, well, we're yeah. You would have been there. skipping on. Yeah, for, you would have no reason here, but no, no, that's all right. Like yeah, essentially, as you said, the next the team that uh, followed up after that would have been fairness a division below, but they would have uh, gotten about sixty three goals. Still not the highest scores in the league, mind you. But it wasn't a bad division that year. I did no. actually with shells and um, I think Sport and Fingo were in it as well. So mm. it was a, it was a very strong division that very year. Very much. Martin Russell, I think, would have been a really good fit, especially. We've seen him with Limerick in that division of quite a strong Limerick team, but absolutely rolling over and doing the same thing, sort of rolling over teams, scoring a load of goals. 
given that he was quite a creative player as well, you look at some of the players that are in this team and you think they're a nice little match, like Martin Russell getting them to play this way. Um, I suppose, apart from being quite lethal in front of the goal, uh, they were also really, really solid. They only lost four games all year, all only by one goal. So, I mean, it shows you how, how generally they get the score down as well. And they were all away games, so at home they were just really, really solid. They were, just to have the defeats here, they were 1-0 losses to Shells, Wexford and Sporting Fingal. So, I mean, you're talking two of the top three there away, which is fair enough. And then one 3-2 uh, loss to Waterford United. That was in the final day of the season, wasn't mm, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, the, like again, just shows you... How uh, how solid they are! Uh, how how you know, producing quite a lot of good players. How they didn't really take their foot off the gas right throughout the year. Let's have a look at the squad then, because this is one. It it really does just scream to you as you as you're reading through. And I'm, I'm sort of I don't want to read them all out. Um, I'll give you a, yeah I'll give you a quick read through the squad. So goalkeepers: Jared Barron, Billy Brennan and Keane Byrne defenders Andy Boyle uh, Mitch Kelly Brian Shortall Sean Harding Michael Kelly Luke Hardy Brian Connaughton Michael Leahy Gareth Matthews Evan McMillan uh, then in the midfield you'd had John Deneen Greg Bulger Keith Ward James Timmons Chris Mulhall Ronan Finn Kieran Nangle and Robbie Creevy Paul Curry as well and Paul Curry which you added to me wasn't on the original list and then forwards you'd have had uh, John Riley Kieran Kilduff Dave McMillan Peter McMahon Evan Connolly Graeme Rusk and Gavin Falconer so I mean, all in all, you're talking some serious newcomers. I think uh, that would have been Kieran Kilduff, certainly for the first time there thereabouts. Yeah, I think it was early on in his League of Ireland career. but um, Didn't he, re- he wasn't top scorer that year, but he wasn't far off. No, he, about was, he was very close, I think. 15 or so. Yeah, he was very. He was lethal that year yeah. himself, and Ronan Finn had a lethal partnership. Where it, was just, it was kind of a thing where Finn to, Finn to Kilduff and Kilduff into the back of the net, it was... Like I remember it's not a great chant. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's something, there's something, and they always chant it. No. Yeah, very, very brief one. Not the head. Was it? They called him. Was it a thinner to killer? Nice. Yeah, that nice. Was, it was a, not bad actually. That's better. That's improved it for yeah. me. It's funny when you look through the team as well. I was trying to pick this out, but it's it just it was taking too long, and I was like, I'm not adding all this up. I was trying to count between them how many medals, notably League of Ireland medals. I've come up with between about 15 to 20 in case I've sort of neglected a few. There's probably more. I'm probably wrong. but right, Easily, um, easily. And, and you have to take into account, well, you have two international players in there as well. And the Stevens, although he's not in that squad because he would have just left and that'll for, get on to my further point. And Andy Boyle as well. Um, but yeah, as I said, those who left that year, um, Andrew, you, you'd probably remember a few of these. Connor Kenna. Yeah. Longford man towards the end. He just yeah. retired last year, there. Yeah, just like, literally like maybe two, three weeks. Two, three weeks. Ago. So yeah, there you go. This, this is a little tribute to yeah. him as well. Yeah. Why not? What a man. Um, solid career again. Draw yeah. the Pats, Rovers, Longford, a few others. A young Shane Duggan, who I'd have, I'd have seen playing really, really nicely. He would have gone to Cork shortly after that and done very well for, for Cork in their new sort of uh, reform situation. But yeah, player again up at Waterford last year was very, very solid. Limerick the year before, excellent. Ian Birmingham to Shamrock Rovers at the time, which again is always one of those little periods people forget about. Yeah, no, it's everyone probably associates Ian Birmingham with same path. Oh, but um, yeah, he's with Shamrock Rovers after a spell at UCD, so mm. you know definitely. And then finally, Ender Stevens, and that's probably why Birmingham yeah. didn't go to Pats because Ender. Yeah. yeah, he Ender didn't went. have a bad career, did he? No, went on no. to do pretty all right for himself. And he nutmegged them. Who was it? What Chelsea player was it? I can't remember. He absolutely like tore apart one of them. So. I couldn't tell you, to you be know. honest. More recently, was it? Yeah, no, it was literally like in August. Yeah, I have a I faint fu- memory of it. All right, but I, I can't remember. People be screaming now, I should cut yeah. this out. Uh, <laughs> I think so, yeah, leave it. Um, but let, let's talk about from your side of it, a few of your own memories, because you'd have been, 
I, I was, I was going to say there, thereabouts. That makes it sound like you were just missing out on being in that squad, which probably <laughs> isn't a fair representation. <laughs> you know, well, just well, in behind. Well, if I, only they had Finner I'd have been in, you know? Well, well I, I trained with them once. Did I was you? like a... 11 year old this wasn't uh, part yeah. of the Samba soccer stuff no no, no it, was, it was the UCD killed off it's not Rivaldo no it was the UCD football camp I think who's my coach I think Ronan Finn was one of my coaches actually and um, you can probably thank me for getting them promoted because uh, <laughs> I kept saying to them oh you won't get promoted you won't get promoted and oh, but lo and behold they got promoted so imagine being a player in at that time starting your career maybe and, maybe some of them had had trials in England come back and they're like why am I doing this? <laughs> Listening to this lad, who you know, uh, I obviously had an effect on him. Yeah, <laughs> he pushed up the bigger, better <laughs> things. Obviously, yeah. Um, but is what does what what did that camp sort of entail? Was that part of? Oh, it was just it was just a, a summer camp. Like it was just you just go in, play football in the morning, and um, it was like more like skills in the morning, and then in the or not in the evening, afternoon, kind of after lunch, you just play five aside with them. So. I think, yeah, Ronan Finn was one of my coaches, and I can't remember who the other, maybe Ger, Ger Barron, I think, was right. as well. I think they were both in studying in UCD at the time, so, um, yeah. Weren't no. Russell there doing any coaching? Oh, you yeah, know, he, he was there, he was <laughs> right. there, he, he was there. Oh, he's just to get the players. He was, like. I know, he, you know, it was actually mainly the players that did it, but it was main, it was um, Martin Russell did the last day with us, just like a kind of a finishing drill, and then I think they had a game that night, so the players were kind of let off early, so. Right, yeah. I mean... Full-time that's, that's football, a revelation. You know? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna Full-time have time football, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna have to get uh, Rhoda Fit on at some stage to talk about how he was pushed by this snot-nosed little. She probably had it from everyone as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a groupie, basically. So we've sort of mentioned this a few times, but where are they? What's the standout players, and and I suppose where they've gone on to play? I suppose probably from that year, the standout player was probably Ronan Finn and Kieran Kilduff, and obviously we all know what Ronan Finn has gone on to achieve. He went to Sporting Fingal after UC and then he ended up at Shamrock Rovers for a spell. Then we all know he ended up at Dundalk, Dundalk and then yeah. he's gone back to Shamrock Rovers. Mm. There's look obviously there's there's loads of them here. I have it the list here. Andy Boyle as well. You don't need to Well he'd talk, be the you, the highest medal count I think amongst them when he'd have had probably, four. Yeah. So he, he easily you could argue he's in terms of success, given that he's gone over and, and tried his hand and got an international cap, you could certainly argue he's he's the most successful of a lot of them. Yeah, probably and obviously you're there's Greg Bulger as well, Keith Ward, and obviously a Keith. player of some ability. Greg Bulger, yeah, your your friend Keith, Bul- <laughs> Keith Bul- or, oh, Greg, Greg Bulger, Greg yeah, Bulger. Yeah. Um, you know, then obviously Paul Curry as well, who's probably the most unfortunate of the lot, really. You know, is the way his career kind of ended with injury. You know, like you'd, you actually feel for him in a sense because he was probably after Ronan Finn, the year after he was kind of like the heir to the throne and. You were, everyone was kind of expecting big things off and it just didn't happen for him, which is quite unfortunate. But um yeah, look, David McMillan as well, he's um hasn't had a bad career either, so Yeah, I was yeah. gonna I was I was waiting to see if he'd mentioned Davey back at all or yeah, Oh yeah, no, I can't yeah. can't forget him. That's fair enough. How would you compare this side then to the most recent U C D side? Um, probably a little bit unfair because U C D last year were in the Prem, whereas maybe, maybe this year it, would have been it, first division. It could be too soon actually to think about it, but I Maybe argue in a sense that the players they had last year have have better potential than the team that had, were there in two thousand nine. Um, saying that, like maybe just going by just the international caps on their own. Obviously, mm. Neil Ferrugia played twenty eighteen. He's been in the under twenty one squad as has our friend Connor Carnes and Liam Scales. So m- maybe in terms of potential, two thousand eighteen might be might be a little bit better. But I suppose it's 
could be too early to say, mm. but um, you know, it's even thinking about it is it's kind of frightening. And how would you compare samba soccer to the UCD soccer camp? Which one? Uh, which one taught you more? <sighs> that's that's <laughs> a, that's the. And the, I use taught you more very loosely there. I, I don't know actually. Um, you got access to real players in the UCD one. True. True. <laughs> True, and I did like you know abuse players as well. So, you know. and we abused Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs>